This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness, a healthy love of yourself, and help from me? And sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Hi there, I'm Tara Mack from Plus Fitness with Tara. Paramac is a nickname that was given to me over the years as I ran a fitness club um, in a different part of town. But uh, today I'm coming to you on the podcast. Thank you for joining with me to talk about, um, you know, body love. But how do you love your body? Like, seriously. So my personal story is that when I was 125 pounds, the gym uh, had a body mass index poster that told me I was overweight. And uh, I believed it, especially when the uh, gym teacher caught me looking at it and explaining the whole system to me. And this was back in the 90s, 1990. And I believed it. And I thought I was huge. But on my 5'4 frame, I was healthy. But I did not know it at all. I had no clue. My friends were around the same height, but thin, skinny build, different type of bone structure. But I didn't notice that. All I saw was myself in the mirror. I felt like I was a huge whale. And I'd been worrying about my weight since I was young. Like five years old when my mom told me I was too big to fit into regular clothes girls clothing because the clothing size was totally different back in the 80s and kids were considered thinner and smaller and I was a chunky bone mass but when my body started to change and develop after puberty and advance beyond that my friends bodies and I no longer fit in the same sizes so I had to go to a different section of the store to even go clothes shopping I did soon became to hate clothes shopping because I knew I was fat the clothing industry told me so that plus the body mass index and everything around me I didn't have a chance. The Young Miss and Sassy magazines told me how to diet and lose weight. My parents, both of them, had issues with their body image, and we barely ate three meals a day. I suppressed my hunger for years. And then I hit university, you know, 17, and it was pizza every three nights with the crowd in the dorm and on top of terrible cafeteria food, where I actually began to look forward to the Salisbury steak swimming in mushroom meat sauce with overcooked boiled Brussels sprouts and the heavy cheese sauce as food. Can you imagine? And then I gained the freshman 15 that year and again the next year and more. I joined a fitness club that was all women and tried to exercise, but I was judged by the fitness consultant who evaluated my membership and did my intake. She said, I can't believe you're 200 pounds. (laughs) And I lost all initiative of going into the gym ever again. It became an empty membership for that year. Dollars that I didn't have, but I wasn't going back. I did not renew my membership after the first year while I was at university. I felt so far apart from what healthy was and what my body was that I didn't know how I could even get these two parts of my life together. So I left it alone. I stopped eating except when I really needed to. Not a great way to handle stress, work stress, personal life stress, while working and living in Toronto in the 1990s. So my mental health suffered and I moved back to Halifax to rebuild. By the time I came back to Halifax though, I was almost 400 pounds with the growth of my pituitary gland affecting my metabolism uh, prolactin hormone levels and low thyroid all due to not taking care of myself properly and eating healthy meals every day so i'm working on a healthier version of me now but i am so in love with my body that i'm sharing my story to let you know that it is possible to reach your goals without extreme punishment or starvation there's a nutrition program buffet out there i mean just some of them are calorie reduction Ones for weight loss, macros and micros, intermittent fasting, keto, gluten-free, paleo, subi mindset, 21-day fix, and it goes on and on. 
But if the nutrition program you're following is making you tired and hungry, find a new one. Full permission to experiment with the one that works for your own body. So what do I do now for my body? Well, I am a well-being coach. I work on connecting men and women into the divine, the universe, with Reiki energy healing as we work together in a coaching environment to reach weight loss goals and health goals, whatever they may be. We dig deep to find them in each person. Everyone's their own individual. Movement, however, is a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. And we learn to find joy in movement and celebrate our bodies as they move, whatever way that is. Anything that requires the flagellation or self-punishment for exercise does not work. I saw that my old common clients came in confused and misinformed from other gyms and other personal trainers that they had to be miserable to lose fat tissue. Rise and grind, no pain, no gain. Well, I'm here to tell you, you can enjoy your workout. You can want to come back for more. It's okay. So back to learning to love your body. Four tips. First tip, tip number one, stay off the scale. That's all I'm going to say. Tip number two, look at yourself in the mirror. Find one body part you can verbally out loud say that you love. If not love, try to find one that you at least like. Look at it. Get a sticky note and write, I love my eyes, if that's your body part. Put it on the mirror. Keep that sticky note there for three weeks. Look at it every day. Repeat it every time you're in the same room as that mirror. Talk to that sticky note like you would a loved one. Look at yourself in the mirror. You are that loved one. Talk to yourself about it. Start with what I feel. Say stuff like, I feel that my eyes show my soul. I feel my eyes are a lovely shade of blue. I feel my eyes connect me to my friends and family. I think you get the idea. Talk to yourself with love. Tip three, meditate. Sit there. And as you become one with stillness, actively imagine a pink loving light surrounding your body coming in from the space around you. Think love. Say, I love myself. And repeat that as your breathing deepens. Say it out loud five times. Say it slowly out loud two more times. Repeat silent yourself five more times and then focus on the breathing as the thoughts drift away. And by the way, if you do get more thoughts, those are natural. Acknowledge them and release them and concentrate back on your breathing, bringing yourself back to the breathing again. Tip number four, try buying a rose quartz crystal. Take care of this crystal by charging it in moonlight on the new moon or full moon or by staging it with smoke from sage or oil from sage. Keep it in your pocket each day. Repeat silently to yourself as you touch it, I love myself, I am enough. I am worthy to receive great love. Those are my four tips and they've worked for me and they work with different body parts. And some days there are body parts I love and some days there are body parts I don't love, but I always look at myself with love and even with the struggle to look at a certain body part that I don't particularly love, I say I love myself because that is how we get through the difficulty, the challenge of negative self-talk. So now here's some great advice from Deepak Chopra that was on their blog, chopra.com articles, seven steps to loving yourself unconditionally. In it, they say, a mother loves her newborn child without reservation and romantic love in its first stages of infatuation can make the beloved seem perfect. But most of us doubt that love without reservation, completely forgiven and accepting, exists in our everyday lives. Looking in the mirror, all of us see too many flaws and remember too many past wounds and failings to love ourselves without also putting a limit on it. In order to expand the love you experience now into unconditional love, a spiritual element is evolved. There's a path to unconditional love, as with any spiritual aspiration, 
And on this path, success depends on allowing the goal to unfold naturally. The world's wisdom traditions have provided many roadmaps, but here Chopper offers a few common elements without religious overlay. Step one, make contact with your inner self. This implies paying more attention to self-care. Through meditation, self-reflection, or contemplation, and the experience of quiet at least a few minutes every day, you make contact with your inner world. You learn to appreciate and enjoy it. Step two, honestly face your inner obstacles or resistance. Most people don't like to face their weaknesses and flaws because they judge against them. But you are only human, and you will find that your sense of insecurity and anxiety represents feelings from the past that can be healed. In fact, they want to be released if you'll give them a chance. The first step in healing is to look inside and let the process of releasing begin. Healing can proceed among many avenues, from therapy and support groups to energy work, massage, mind-body programs, and various Eastern medical approaches. Step three, deal with old wounds. One could also call this advanced healing. As old residues of negative emotions are released, you find that you're stuck with resentments, hurts, and scars that must be dealt with. Beneath the scars, such wounds feel very fresh. It takes time for someone else to understand the situation to go into these dark places. It could be a close friend, mentor, confidant, priest, or therapist. No one can do this work alone, I feel, but Deepak also says he's not underlying a sense of danger or fear. The work can be done safely without anxiety, and once you start, there's a tremendous sense of exhilaration and even triumph in the process. Step four, forgive your past. You shouldn't jump too quickly into forgiveness. It's all too easy to pretend to forgive. It's all too easy to pretend to yourself that you forgive old hurts and abusive treatment, when in fact what you're eager for is to escape the pain. The absence of pain achieved through healing gives you the right foundation for deep, lasting forgiveness. Self-acceptance is required first, and the realization that you and everyone around you has been doing the best they can from their own level of awareness. This can be quite a challenge when someone has hurt you deeply, but you can't fully separate from wrongdoing until you accept that others are trapped inside a reality they can't escape. Step five, accept where you are right now. This too is a stage you shouldn't jump into too quickly. The present moment isn't free of the burdens, memories, and wounds of the past. They must be attended to before you can look around breathe easily and love the moment you're in right now. A good beginning is to catch yourself when you have a bad memory and say, I'm not that person anymore. For the truth is that you aren't. Step six, form relationships where you feel loved and appreciated. The path to unconditional love isn't meant to be lonely. You should walk it with someone who reflects the loves you see in yourself. You are likely to look around at some point and realize that not everyone among your family and friends are in sync with your aspirations. Without rejecting them, you have the right to find people who understand the path you're walking and sympathize with it. They are more likely to appreciate you for who you are now and who you want to become. Step seven, practice the kind of love you aspire to receive. Long time ago, around the time Chopra wrote a book called The Path to Love, he encountered many people, most of the women, who were constantly waiting for the one to show up and sweep them off their feet. But the only way to realistically find the one is to be the one yourself. Like attracts like, and the more you live your own ideal of love, the more your light will draw another light to you. This single point I'm told has helped most people find their love. If you spend time every day with one or two of these steps, you will find a practical road that takes you to more love than you have in your life today. The steps unfold naturally once you begin to devote your attention to them. You were born to be perfectly loved and completely lovable. The loss of that status is what's unnatural, not wanting to return to it. And the return means reconnecting with your true self. There is no better time to begin than now.
Whatever you need right now to learn to love yourself, please give it to yourself. We're talking about everything we can do in this world to have peace, be mindful, have self-care, find gratitude, forgive others, forgive ourselves, and move on. But imagine that you can be the person you imagine with love and gratitude in your heart. If at any time you need more help or want to discuss these tips, I'm here for you. Email me at Tara at plusfitnesswithtara.com. That's T-A-R-A at P-L-U-S-F-I-T-N-E-S-S-W-I-T-H-T-A-R-A.com or find me on social media at Plus Fitness with Tara, P-L-U-S-F-I-T-N-E-S-S-W-I-T-H-T-A-R-A. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn Plus Clubhouse. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. This is the EWN Podcast Network.